we've entered into Holy Week. We've wandered in the desert, we've stared at the reality of brokenness, examined the nature of justice in different directions through metaphor and meditations, and turned our head towards Jerusalem and resolved to walk with Jesus towards death, gripping our knuckles around the hope of new life. I don't have a theological focus or a narrative thread to bind together Holy Week. The journey from the entrance of Jerusalem to the Last Supper, to the cross and to the tomb is visceral and frightening. It is raw and real. Sometimes in an attempt to shield ourselves from the weight of this week, we'll dive deep into the theological implications as someone focused on the craftsmanship of the detailed woodwork on a coffin so as to not have to look inside. We will dissect the lark and pretend that in doing so we can find its song. The events of Holy Week are to be experienced. They are the punch in the stomach that knocks the wind out of us and sends us gasping for air. So feel it and breathe deep. You are home to the exile, touch to the frozen, daylight to the prisoner, authority to the silent. Anger to the helpless, laughter to the weary, direction to the joyful, come our God, come. O Lord Christ, as you once entered Jerusalem, enter our hearts this day afresh. As you once set your face toward death on a cross, help us this day to walk with you to victory. As the children once cried, Hosanna, to bless you, enable us to confess you as Savior and Lord. Grant us your presence by the power of your Spirit, that our worship and our lives may truly honor you. From Isaiah chapter 42. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeons, from the prisons those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Like the people who greeted Jesus as he entered Jerusalem, and then later declared, Crucify him, we are fickle people who often deny Christ in our thoughts, 
words, and deeds. Remembering the events of Jesus' last week, help us see ourselves for what we are, beloved creations for whom our Creator would span any distance to bring home. In honesty and hope, we confess our sins to our loving God. Loving God, you rode a donkey and came in peace, humbled yourself and gave yourself for us. We confess our lack of humility. As you entered Jerusalem, the crowds shouted, Hosanna, save us now. On Good Friday, they shouted, crucify. We confess our praise is often empty. As the crowd laid their palms in front of you, you took no glory for yourself. We confess that we want to be accepted and to take the easy way. Forgive us, Lord, and help us to follow in the way of obedience. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us, who will separate us from the love of Christ, will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus said, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. 
from John chapter 12. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard and anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for three hundred denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Mary represents the rebel consciousness that is essential to Jesus' gospel. Wherever the gospel is preached, we must remember that its good news will make you crazy. Jesus will put you at odds with the economic and political systems of our world. This gospel will force you to act, interrupting the world as it is in ways that make even pious people indignant. Eternal God, whose word silences the shouts of the mighty, quiet within us every voice but your own. Speak to us through the suffering and death of Jesus Christ that by the power of your Holy Spirit, we may receive grace to show Christ's love in lives given to your service. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Now may you take Christ's hand this week and walk towards Calvary. Go in peace. Thank you.